what's up it's miss watch creative coach you are tuning in to our dear fear series on the bay podcast make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel the link is in the bio and we are ready to rock and roll Hey guys, welcome back to the Bay Podcast. We are on with our Dear Fear series. I had to have my homeboy, my my partner in them, Casanova Brooks, because when I think of inspiration, motivation, energy, he comes to mind. So I had to have him on. I'm super excited. We're not going to do an icebreaker because I know Casanova and we're going to jump right in. So before we get started, Casanova, let everybody know who you are and what you do in this awesome universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first off, I want to say thank you for having me. I appreciate anybody who's watching or listening. And uh, yeah, to give a little bit of background on who I am, I would say at the heart of everything, I'm just a relationship builder. So I'm no stranger to adversity. I've been through, you know, my fair share as everyone has. And and for me, I just look at I'm someone who tries to inspire other people to go out and create a life by their design. I think that's what my whole life has been about is just trying to create a life by my design and what my design looks like. I would be honest to say uh, it changes on a daily basis. Right. But but just understanding that anything that I want in this world is possible if I can put my mind to it. And I know that's a little cliche, but I do believe in that because I've seen so many from where I've came from being a statistic at every single level to where I am today, um, I would definitely say that I've been blessed and highly favored. So it's all been because of the relationships, the law of attraction in my vibration, my energy. And uh, I just try to instill that into everyone else who I come in contact with. So that's who I am. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a friend. Um, I'm a dream activator. I'm a, I'm so many different things, but again, I think all those things keep me alive every single day in terms of my energy and just going after something else. And that's what I try to put into the world. Most definitely. If you guys heard him, he said dream activator that alone really aligns with the series, dear fear, because at the end of the day, I don't think anyone in the world is exempt from experiencing the worries, the thoughts, the overthinking, the overanalyzing, the what ifs and the F word fear, right? And so tell me, how did you come to a point to where you are basically in charge of everything that you do and even making an impact? And what I mean by that is a lot of times we're not in charge. We have something being a puppeteer, impacting our movements, impacting our communication, whether it's imposter syndrome, fear, other people, our past, childhood trauma, et cetera. Give us a glimpse of the journey that you kind of went through to, to, to create this, this magnificent person that we have in front of us today. Yeah, definitely. So I think for me, it stems back again, being South side of Chicago, raised by a single mom, uh, dad was never in my life. Last I knew, I had 13 brothers and sisters on my dad's side. Uh, but on my mom's side, I'm the only child. And so the reason why I tell that part of it is because for my dad, because he was never around, um, and I never, I had my uncle, but he didn't live even in the same city as me. He lives kind of out in the suburbs. And so while I was close with him, I never had anybody who really gave me the foundation of what there was to be, right? People would tell me, hey, if you keep your head on right, you could be anything you want in this world, which, you know, a lot of youth here. But at the 
same time, there was never a blueprint. There was never anybody who I saw that was doing anything that I really aspired to do or definitely told me, here's how you can make it happen. And so for me, there was so much trial and error. And I think the the silver lining out of that was it gave me a callus, right? And that callus was kind of became an armor because I went through so many things of just trying to figure it out myself. And there was many a losses that I took, but I think it was probably around the age of first off the age of 15 when i was diagnosed with stage four lymphoma cancer so i was two weeks away from death and at that moment being led by two strong black women right that really taught me that never let them see you sweat mentality because i don't know how my parents were ever paying for it i don't know how they were getting me to doctor's appointments i know they didn't have it my parents never owned how and i say my parents but i mean my mom and my grandma and so they never owned house car business degree nothing and so for every single day, they were kind of leading the way. And all I knew was that was my reality of, you know, you just keep pushing. And that was what I was doing every single day. But then when we fast forward to the other storms that I've been through in life, what I think it really taught me was who knows what's good or what's bad. And there's an ancient tale, right? And that ancient tale, for anybody who's never heard it, and when I remember when I first heard it, I was probably around 23, 24 years old. So I'm bouncing job to job. I probably in my lifetime have had about 22 or 23 different jobs, right? I've been fired from some, I've quit some, I've tried to become a professional gamer, professional poker player. Like I've done some of everything besides selling crack or Coke. I'm telling you, I've done on it and so all of these things as i'm going through when that tale when i first heard that tale of who knows what's good or what's bad it's basically an old kingsman and he has this one horse which is a stallion and so basically one day for anybody who hasn't heard it i'm going to sum it up but one day his son goes uh riding on the stallion he hops on the stallion without permission hops on the stallion you know along the ride the stallion bucks him off the son breaks his leg the stallion keeps on going so his neighbor the kingsman's neighbor comes over and he says oh man it's so bad you know your your son you know took your horse without asking then on top of that he broke his leg and your stallion took off so you no longer have your only stallion and the kingsman says ah who knows what's good or what's bad well fast forward the next day the stallion comes back and he brings two more stallions with him right and, and the neighbor comes over and he says ah oh, that's so great and the kingsman's like what and he's like your stallion came back and he brought two more with you or with them now you got three stallions you must be super excited and the kingsman says ah oh, you know who knows what's good or what's bad well, the very next day, the uh, army, the village, the army comes in and they're looking for more troops to go and help them fight. And they obviously can't take the sun. Why? Because the sun has a broken leg. And so the army goes off, they fight and all of them die in the war. So the neighbor comes over and he says, oh, you must be so happy. And he says, why? He says, well, didn't you hear the army all died? And because your son couldn't go, at least he's still alive now. And the Kingsman says, ah, who knows what's good or what's bad. And so the whole purpose in that and understanding is life, and this is something else that I learned from a mentor of mine, and I've been working on this every single day myself, but life is empty and meaningless unless you attach a, you attach a meaning to it. Right. So that doesn't mean that life is like meaningless. But again, who knows what's good or what's bad? There's always a silver lining in everything. And so you can attach fear or worry or any of those things that you already said to whatever that situation is. But you don't know what the outcome is because you can't control the outcome. Right. right. It could be something of where you wanted to go to a party or you wanted that job opportunity. Right. You did everything to prepare yourself for this job opportunity. Well, what do you know? You didn't get it. Now you're like, oh, man, this 
this is this is the worst thing ever. And so what you wind up doing is going to get another job, right? Because they didn't they passed up on you on this opportunity. What you didn't know was that the six months later, the CEO was going to be on charges for embezzlement, and the company was now filing for bankruptcy. Right. <laughs> and everything that you put into getting that job opportunity was yeah. going to be lost anyway. And now you had that stigma because maybe they had a lot of clout in the job world or in that industry. But now when you go to apply to somewhere else, you got to put that on your resume. And now because you got the job opportunity and you got that promotion, now they're looked at it like, well, how much did you know? And right. you're like, well, I didn't know anything, right? So again, you don't know what's good or what's bad, but all you can control is your energy and your effort every single day. And so that's the thing that I try to attach to myself. I try to take the emotion out of it. I try to just play, and this is something else that was told to me, right? We always talk about, you know, belief and faith, right? And both of those go against fear, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why I think this is, but belief and faith, and we a lot of the times intertwine them. But I would say, and this is something that was told to me, and I really just took it and ran with it, but belief and faith are two different things, right? And there's something that's in between both of those words that is really important. So when you talk about you just believe something, it's like, okay, I kind of believe that it will work, but having faith is continuously putting in the action every single day, knowing that the outcome that you want, it might not be instant, but it's two years from now, it's three years from now, you're gonna continue to water your soil, whatever that dream looks like for you, and having that faith that it will work out. But where a lot of people get stuck at is they just believe, 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 but they don't take the action in between. So then eventually that faith subsides, right? It right. goes away, right? Because that action is what really matters. And so every single day, I focus on the energy and the actions that I can do to try to just get me to that next step. And you know, because we've had many conversations, for me, I run really fast, right? <laughs> and a lot of the times, I don't necessarily know that I know my, my, my destination, right? But here's what I do know. If I keep just driving and running, sometimes it is exhausting. But again, it's that energy and things open up for me every single day. Opportunities do. Right. And in the end, what I'll look because I think just this is my own personal opinion. And then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll open it back up to you. But I think at the end of the day, we all you set a goal, you set a destination, but you know that it can change. Right. The direction might change. Right. And, and think about it like this. If you're in Atlanta right now and you're listening at this and you say, I want to go to California, that's the end goal. But how are you going to get there? You might start off going south, but then you might quickly find that, oh, there was a hurricane or there was a tornado or whatever it is. So you might have that detour. You might have to go north a little bit before you can keep going west. But the only thing that you have to do is never stop. Right. That's right. really what you got to do. Eventually, you'll make it to California. And so that's been a big thing for me is just always taking action. And, and I think that that's helped me with so many things along my journey of figuring out, you know, everything that I want can come to me because I've taken massive action in so many different ways. And I've seen that my energy has brought it to me. Got you. Listen, you just did a masterclass. Um, this was actually not a podcast session, guys. It was a masterclass. Okay. And the reason why I say that, as you guys see, Casanova is a walking dictionary almanac, journey teller, storyteller, the whole nine. And I think what happens is some of us are scared to even communicate and serve and provide value because we're still a little timid or unsure or lacking clarity on who we are. 
it's clear that you know exactly who you are to a point to where you're making an impact in teaching and in, informing others on how to articulate who they are. But one thing that I specialize is in reframing and perception. And you did a whole lot of that in, in your segment that you just shared, right? Reframing. No, you might not get the job, but guess what? It's not, it may not be for you. Because that, that example that you provided, if the person would have got that job, there would have been so many things attached to them. And when things don't or do happen for us, there's always a silver lining. We have to be able to reframe and look at it as a glass half full than half empty. Right now, I'm going like contemplating about making a decision. And I keep saying, well, what if this happens? Well, what, what if that happens? Well, what if it doesn't happen, right? right? So I love that faith piece because a lot of us lose faith when we don't get what we want exactly. immediately or as quickly as, as we plan. Well, guess what? You still have to keep the momentum. You still have to be ready because you never know when you're going to get that call, that text or that, that knock, you need to be ready. And when you are already on the bike, you're running, then you're already ready. And I think that's, that's one of the things that kind of sets an activator apart from someone who's just on the sidelines watching, right? right. So Dear Fear, I created it because I think that we all need to be vulnerable. Just, just the two words, Dear Fear, it's like, oh my God, you know, it's, it's, it's right. musty, it's, it's, it's heavy, but literally you have to talk to fear so you can get it out of your head and into the universe. So this is like a quick, quick, quick segment, but I always want to end with a conversation with fear organically off the cups. And Casanova, you know me, like put you on the spot. We're about to get creative. Yeah. I literally want you to talk in, in the camera and you may not be struggling with this at all. And that's cool because I still want to hear everyone's insight. If you could talk to fear right now, fear is the, the lens that you're looking into. What would you say to it? And I'm going to have you go first and then I'll go. Yeah. So if I could talk to fear, I would say, I know you're strong. I know you're persistent. I know you're resilient. But I'm more powerful than you ever could be. I know that every single day I have to hear your voice, but I don't have to listen. Mm. I don't have to accept and I don't have to feel inferior to you because I know what I can accomplish because I've already survived a hundred percent of the days that you tried to throw challenges at me, but I haven't given up. I never will give up. My why, my family, my heart, my soul is more persistent. And even on my worst day, I believe that I'm still much more of a fighter and a warrior than you on your best day. Mm. You'll never <laughs> overcome the things that I have because you've never been through what I've been through. That's what I would say to fear. That was dope. Mic drop. I love it. And it's just, re it's not reclaiming your power because the power is already there, but it's reminding of your power and you're acknowledging that, hey, I get it. You're here. You, you got a little, little, little muscle on you, but it's not bigger than mine. So right. what's really good? 
right facts that's what it that's is 100 percent of what my thoughts were it's always going to be there it's all because our brains uh are designed right the the subconscious is designed to keep us safe mm -hmm. right and fear plays off of that which we already know and our, and here's what i've learned even from mentorship through conversations through masterminding is like a lot of the times that subconscious or that fear it's always going to look back and see what have you already done that's similar to this if you haven't already done anything that you're trying to do that's similar to this it instantly puts up a red flag to say hey you don't know if you can do this yeah. right but then what starts to happen is you fall back into your old patterns and what you'll find especially when you're going through growth or transformation what you'll find is that if you do not uh, silence that fear or that subconscious that your past will then equate to your future mm -hmm. so you have to do something different if you want to have something that you've never had before and that really starts with acknowledging but at the same time being intentional about hey i'm gonna silence this fear but the last step in this is being committal right you have to commit to and i think that's a word right committal i think that's a word it is today i'm not sure it is today i think it is but anyway you have to commit to saying hey i'm gonna be in this for the long haul because right. it's not gonna be easy and tomorrow it's gonna feel even tougher why is because that subconscious and that fear they go hand in hand and they know what you've already done so they're gonna make you would think about what the past has been like but you have to say, hey, just because it happened this time doesn't mean I'm never going to do it again. It just means I learned a lesson and this time I'm going to do it differently. Right? Bingo. Bingo. So I love that's my it. thoughts. Awesome. Well, I'm going to wrap up with giving my quick blurb to fear. Okay. So dear fear, I actually appreciate you because without you, I don't know how motivated I would be in pushing you to the side so I can get what I deserve and what I've earned. I've actually created a whole movement to make sure that we're more informed about what happens when we acknowledge you, listen to you, and let you become a puppet in our lives. So let me tell you this, even though I appreciate you, you're no longer needed, and the door is exited right there to the left. See ya. <laughs> love it. I absolutely love listen, it. I'm so comfortable talking to fear because I literally, if you check my IG, have been writing notes to fear and people have been that's one of the most engaged most liked most replied to post my dear fear segments to where i just did a dear fear challenge write your letter to fear and it's been trending and i think the reason why is because right now in this climate and in our culture right now with social media instant gratification covid uh the freaking cyber attacks all of these things are happening because they want us to shrink, but that's not happening, period. No, All right. Never. So before we wrap up, Casanova, I want to tell you, thank you so much for popping on. And I love these, these quick, impactful moments because at the end of the day, you don't have to be talking for an hour to make an impact. Literally two minutes of communication can change someone's life. So for those that are tuning in, I want to make sure you guys know how to get connected with Casanova if necessary. So Casanova, let everybody know where they can reach you and what do you have coming up or what do you have available just in case um, they want to embark on uh, an experience with you. Yeah, so I think everything to find me is, is Dream Nation. So dreamnation.com, 
is the site, the community uh, that I've, the movement that I've been building over the last two years. And I'm excited about all the changes that we have coming in. Um, but uh, dreamnation.com is where you can find me, especially if you're watching this or listening to this right now and it's a podcast series, um, then you can find the Dream Nation podcast. There's everything from mindset to entrepreneurship to also real estate um, on there. And then if you want to connect with me directly on social media, I would say Facebook or Instagram is probably the best places. I'm trying to get into this whole TikTok game. Uh, but I haven't just gotten there quite yet. But so right now I still say Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm definitely on there. And especially if you're in real estate, uh, if you're an agent, if you're a broker, I would definitely love to have conversations, uh, tell you what I've learned along my journey and see if I can help you on your journey. Amazing. Thank you so much, Casanova. And for those, make sure that you're on the Instagram at Miss West Creative Coach. Check out the um, past episodes of the Bay Podcast on Anchor and all streaming platforms. And we will see you next time on the Bay Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into the Bay Podcast. We are excited that you were able to connect and listen to some of our awesome information that we had to share. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Miss West Creative Coach and Balance Above Everything. And if you would like to schedule a complimentary clarity call, check out the bio. All the information is there. And lastly, we want to help you build a core offer of impact. So if fear, imposter syndrome, and a distorted mindset is holding you back, then you are in the right place and we want to get you to moving forward and we will see you next time on the Bay Podcast.